Hey, Lizards, Gizmo here. I wanted to share some of the cigars we'll be smoking in March and April, so you could smoke along with us if you'd like. For Cubans, we've got Por Laranaga Monte Carlos, H. Upman Connoisseur No. 2, Monte Cristos Especialis No. 2, San Cristobal de la Habana El Principe, H. Upman Half Corona, and for our conversation with Cohiba Production Manager, Danilo Rodriguez-Portal, Cohiba Bihike 54. And for New Worlds, we've got Foundation the Tabernacle in Lancero, Padilla Candela in Robusto, Davidoff Late Hour in Robusto, Aging Room Quattro Nicaragua Sonata in Maestro, and the Davidoff Winston Churchill in Bellicoso, with much, much more to come. Have a suggestion? Email us, hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizardspod.com. And now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards Podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure and lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo, and tonight I'm joined by Rooster, Puba, Senator, Pagoda, Grinder, and Bam Bam, a full house of lizards. And our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some scotch, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your 72nd official invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to smoke a Cupid cigar tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal lizard rating. We discuss how a cigar's construction can affect its performance, we debate Cuban quality control and value, and we reveal a post-pod lizard indulgence, all among a variety of other things for the next 90 minutes. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar, and enjoy as we pair 14-year-aged the Balvany Caribbean Cask with H. Upman Robustos Anahados. A beautiful Robusto tonight from H. Upman, the Anahados, which has a box code of SOP. April 11, I think it was, Puba? It's, uh, no, box code of SAR, April 11. SAR, April 11, out of the Anahados program. Second one we've done on the pod. We did the uh, Partagas Anahados pretty recently. Uh, and this is a beautiful, beautiful cigar, guys. It really is. Oh, Bam, cool. you guys were commenting as Puba opened his box that uh, how good it looked in the box. The visuals on this, when you open that box, beautiful. Mm. Really, really nice. Mm. So these have a, I don't even know if I'd call it subtle. These have like a very serious box <laughs> press on these things. It's an unintended box press. Yeah, from being stuffed It's a semi-box press, but it works out beautifully. I think it, it works, works great. The, the, it the works draw great. is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. You know, these on these. They, they, I, and I say that just from smoking them. Mm. That we've, we, I, uh, not all of us have gone through, um, have boxes of these and they're consistently really good. Oh, yeah. So uh, let's cut this thing, boys. See, we're getting on the cold draw on the wrapper. So this is a 50-ring-gauge cigar by a little under 5 inches, 4 and 7 eighths. And per again, it's part of the Anahados program. We can Wide talk open. about that again a little bit. Oh, boys, I got a dimple on the cut. I got a dimple. Oh, look at you. Big news. <laughs> Not surprised. Mm. The draw on these is always perfect. Mm -hmm. Never a problem. Every time. I've only had three of these, but that's never mm. a problem. Mm. They are They're delightful. They are so delightful. And on the on the retrohale, they're just they're amazing. They're just it, it has spice all the full way. flavor. It has this full. It's uh, it's off the tar. So what are you guys getting on the cold draw? I'm getting a lot of cedar. I'm getting a little dried fruit. Mm -hmm. And a, and a nuttiness. Yeah, mm -hmm. like a biscuity nutty yeah. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. The the wrapper actually tastes delicious. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah, it really like, does. I mean, there's so much. On the cold draw, there's so much going on. It's just packed with with flavor. You know, sometimes on the cold draw, you'll you're kind of like, eh, 
Tastes like a humidor. <laughs> Not this. It doesn't taste like a humidor. No. I'm getting like a lot of baking spices mm. and some like toasted whole wheat bread. Yeah. Something Bready. like that. Yeah. You, We're you, in you for do, a treat. You do get the nut, like the. Yeah. I don't know if it's a walnut or a, some kind of nut. Almond or something. Hazelnut. All right, boys, let's light this thing. The H. Upman Robusto Anahados. Again, it's a 50 ring gauge cigar by four and seven eighths inches. One of the many out of the Anahados program. Pagoda, you okay over there? I'm going to need your lighter. You got it. <laughs> I'm like, everything. Yeah, I just tested it out right before coming. I thought it was lit up. But... Cheers, thanks. Mm. Oh, careful with that torch. Oh, my gosh, boys. Oh, dude, right off the bat. Just it, as I remember so it. So good. So good. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so when I said nuts on the cold draw, this is one of the nuttiest Cubans I've ever had. It's just like I feel like I'm literally chewing nuts right now. Mm. <laughs> just haven't had this in a, quite some time. And But the it's retro, all, it's yeah. the retro hail that's magical for me. Really, the baking spice is pronounced. Right off the bat, man. Wow. This is delicious. Would That's you say so this is full, <laughs> medium full? What do you guys think this is? Uh, I think it starts medium. It starts medium. Yeah. In, in, but, in su- it, but in such a great way. It has a wonderful bite on the front of my tongue. It's a little tangy. A little tang on the front of my tongue in such a wonderful way. Not in a bad way at all. No. It hits it very differently than most other cigars, and even most Upman's. But it's it, the thing about the smoke, it's so balanced and it's really balanced. It's really complex. We, we've we smoked a, a lot of these because they're hard not to smoke. I mean, they're so coveted. Though. I hide them in the back of my humidor my, too, I so do, I don't reach I for do them. Too. I do too. They you sit- know, I kind of do, I do that too. Um, but this is a great for me, like if you're on an empty stomach, a great cigar to start the night or in a partially full stomach. Mm. Almost any time, it's a, just a delight. It has all these signature Upman flavors kind of packed into this it does. Robusto, and boy, I, I wish I could find this. I want more of these. Uh, more often. So these uh, these cigars have the classic Upman band on them, and then they have the additional, uh, I guess it's like a maroon or something, red, gold, and white band that says Anahados Habana Cuba. And... Um, they're not terribly fancy. They come in dress boxes of 25, standard Upman dress boxes like a an Upman 2 or a Regalia does. You know, we've always complained about that, that these fun lines that they put out don't come in fancy boxes. But yeah. fun fact, too, like the Partagas we did, this is not a regular production size no. in H. Upman. The Royal Robusto is different than this. Um, this was made for this program and then aged, I guess, for a certain number of years, which then calls back to my question of mm. intent with the Anahados line. You know, you're telling me they rolled these cigars and then sat on them for five to eight years. Who knows? But um, yeah, so uh, these came out in 2016 with uh, five years age on them. Uh, 20, uh, 2011 box. So delicious little cigars. So I remember the first time that I smoked this, and that was I was with Senator and Puba at our North Lounge, which we were just talking before we came on air that we got to go back there and have some dinner and some smokes because it's such a great place. Um, 
But I remember how great the cigar was. And if you guys remember, oh, and we could tell yeah. the origin story of the cigar, but I smoked this top to bottom and dish, didn't ash it one time. Oh, I remember that. The mm-hmm. ash was the entire length of the cigar. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. It's hard not to want to smoke this fast because it's so I good. I know. And the thing with it is the draw is usually wide open on this, so you really have to be careful because it's so easy to smoke this thing quickly. Because it's so yeah. delicious. Yeah. It is, but the, the, the I feel like the uh, the finish is long enough where mm. um, if you just discipline yourself a little bit. Unless you're a glutton like me. Um, <laughs> it's easy to kind of smoke it slow because it easier. <laughs> But this this cigar is unlike any other cigar, though. Okay, everybody, get disciplined right now. (laughs) Well, it's unlike any other Robusto, right? It's really unlike any other Robusto. It's so different and good. I love the shape of this, too. I mean, this reminds me of the the Boulevard Royal Corona in shape. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, It feels about the exact same roughly in the hand and the box press that it gives it. But this cigar, I mean, how Gizmo smoked that all the way down, I've had that happen once with this stick. It's so well constructed, and I just feel like the box press works really well for this cigar. So I'm very glad that it unintentionally has this. Yeah, it's easier to hold when it's a it's got a little box press. And there's you know, something fits. special about it too, really. I think the ash also it just holds on longer for some reason when it has that box press. It's why you look at when we spoke padrones. I mean, you can have a few inches of ash before you yeah. actually have to tap that. To, to ash it, and I think with this, it, it's kind of the same way. I'm not sure what about that. Well, the perfect example of that is the eye of the shark. Yeah, that's a great just, point. Just the way it's shaped, it just holds on to that ash. You know, yeah. it, it's a bigger ring gauge. I think it's a 52. Yeah. Um, and this has kind of adjacent, some adjacent qualities, actually. To, to Yeah, the nuttiness, I guess. Well, the, right? the shortbread kind of dessert flavor mm-hmm. notions, the notes in here. It's true. I think. And and the retrohale is very Cuban. I mean, like, this is like when you blow, when you, re- you can retrohale this thing full on. Big time. Out your nose. And it's like, oh, my God. It's really nice through the nose. Oh, I just did it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just beautiful. It's Personally, I think it's where you capture the baking spice the most is in the retrohale. No doubt about it. Yeah. It's so smooth through the nose. Yeah. It's, it's so- almost, it's almost like to me. This is almost, um, it's almost as if it's an H. Upman Maduro or something. Like it has just another, like it, they've notched up the oomph, just just one notch beyond most of the other Upmans, especially to get that out of a cigar that now has, what, 12, 13 years age on it? Um, to get this kind of flavor in and really robust um, notes out of it is is really, really, really something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like one of those cigars where, you know, I think when we had Rob on and he, Rob Island, he talked about like hitting a drive down the center of the fairway. Like, this is what that kind of feels like. You're like, it's pure. Yeah. You know, you're just like, wow, right in the middle of the club face. And, you know, you kind of chase that with Cuban cigars. I think this has some of those qualities where um, it just really delivers. This a really nice experience to piggyback on your word chase and this has become a cigar that we as a group have chased like pretty hard well that, that's a funny thing i i feel like this cigar leaves a really really amazing first impression in that there are a few sticks that you have one and you instantly know you have to get a box 
I first got this uh, in an auction, sort of just uh, auctioning off sort of singles. I remember that. And uh, I had gotten a couple of these, had one new immediately. I love this cigar. Found a box online, then ordered another one later on. But the funny thing is, I remember as I was handing these out, and Pooba also had gotten himself a box at one point. I remember handing one to Giz that night at uh, at our, our North Lounge, and you smoked that one, and you were literally on your phone looking at trying to find a box of them. It's yeah. just like you know as soon as you have this cigar. I mean, maybe some people might not like it. I'm not sure who, but for I think most people, they would. It's just a cigar you instantly want more of. It's creamy. It's delicious. It has great combustion, great construction. The, it, it's, it really, it's, you know, off off the wrapper and the nose, mm -hmm. the burn line, everything. It's just really nice. It's and a ten. It's it's, it's <laughs> well, you know. It's, it's, See it's, you tomorrow. <laughs> that's today. <laughs> I think I think for this size, this is a definitive statement. But I think for this size, it smokes as elegantly as what we chase from like larger churchills or lonsdales or even lanceros just how it smokes how it feels in the hand the quality of the smoke as you as you push out the draw i mean it really smokes elegantly which i don't feel like i say that a lot about robustos i mean i we smoke a lot of robustos but i don't use the word elegant a lot with robustos you personally. don't that's true i don't I, mean, I would with a d4 yeah that's, that's just a workhorse of a cigar for me though it is, but that's the not thing an is, elegant. Like, the reason I say elegant, yeah, like I just that's one of the I think few this robustos. This is a personal that, thing for Senator more than it, anything. Well, else. No, but, but hang on, hang, just hear <laughs> me out because it's not obviously I'm obsessed <laughs> that's, with that's the a D4. great thing. Though. Get the boxing, but, but hey, leave, Bam, leave, get the boxing gloves, please. Leave that all aside. What I'm getting at is when you look at a D4, the construct. I think it just construction even alone. Forget how great the flavor is. I think it's probably just the nicest looking Cuban robusto. Like I just admire a D4 sometimes just in my hand. It's like the invisible seams. I love the band. It's just, to me, it looks very elegant. Agreed. Agreed. Um, yeah. The, I, the D4 is a great, and, and I have some age D4s that are really, that are really good. Um, and they, some of the D4s as, as everybody knows, and we've talked about it so many times, they, they, some of them smoke so a lot of them, not even some of them smoke so great young, but with like the right amount of age on, on, on them. And, and that can be depending on the run. It could be four years. It could be three years. It could be five years. It could be eight years, but they really become a very refined. And to me, a luxurious smoke in a different way than this, it gives a little bit more punch. It gives a little bit more of that partigas. Give it to me. Yeah. Um, There's more DNA. And there. that cinnamon, that cinnamon kind of partigas, dna that you want um but this is a kind of a different thing it's i think it's elegant in its presentation of 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 the of the, the flavor profile because it's very dessert forward it doesn't have a lot of pepper but it's got that baking spice which is signature h up and big time which really is a is something to be i think it's a real virtue in the smoke. I also may disagree that I feel that this is, from the flavor point of view, a full-flavored cigar. The body of it is I think it's medium full. Yeah, I agree with them. I think the flavor is very full, but the body is definitely medium. Yeah, the body's medium, but the flavor profile, wow. I agree with that. It's not letting up. 
It's just not letting up. I know like it's the, full, full flavor. Yeah, yeah. But but it's strength wise, it's medium. medium. Yeah, I, medium, I what, which is I think a virtue. I think oh, what Puba said this about having this having this on a empty stomach or half stomach, I think you'd be totally fine doing. Oh, that. I agree. And you're going to get a really full experience flavor-wise, but it's not going to kick you around. It doesn't kick you around, but it gives you so much. Yeah. And piggybacking on what you said about the present, I think the presentation is what gives this its elegance. If you pull this out at a party with a group of guys that really love to smoke cigars, they would ooh and ah over that box. Well, over on the light, the minute you fucking light it. Yeah. it's Sorry for the F-bomb, but the minute you light it, (laughs) you go... Mm. <laughs> you go yes I'm, I'm looking at senator i'm just looking for validation <laughs> don't you go because we know that this is true don't you just go okay this is something different you're validated <laughs> i'll validate your parking on the way out too <laughs> you bastard you goddamn bastard <laughs> So unfortunately, these don't <laughs> pop up that much. I no. mean, when we when we got these boxes, we got them very reasonably priced. I don't remember what I mean. I, paid, I think they were mid fours. I know yes. exactly what I paid for this for a, for a box of these. What was it? it? Four fifty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Four fifty. Yeah. I Same. think I paid four thirty nine or something. It's like not that. what I paid for this box. <laughs> oh. <laughs> was this more recent? Well, yeah. You guys saw. Where, oh, that's right. We tagged you. Right. I'm I think I paid seven twenty mm. or something oh, like wow. that. Yeah. Crazy. Honestly. But that's what that's what this is the, in this environment. That's what these go for yeah, now. Still, and then now all you guys laid off. You guys didn't attack because we're me, gentlemen. Because you're gentlemen, as you know. And you know how much I love this box because uh, it was out there. Yeah. And you laid off of it. Thank you. Um, when when did you get this? How far back? I don't know. Six months ago, maybe. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. Six, wow. It, it, it's probably even gone up more. Oh, I'm it's sure like now. I'm sure that's eight, a $900 eight. box. Wow. Yeah. I would think so. Wow. Which is crazy. Because right? you're also factoring in the age thing, too. I mean, you're just, you don't see these boxes anymore. See, and this is you why, know? like, I'd love to go through this box, but I've smoked five of these out of the box, and I probably won't ever look at that again for a long time, that box. See, here's where, here's where I'm going to counter your argument, Bam, as I'm I having this tonight. I know. I'm kind of in the zone where I feel like this is as... You know, Rob Isla, you know, uh, and I had a nice conversation about this on a Zoom one time. Like, this box is smoking, and we'll see by the rating tonight in a, in a while, but this box is smoking, in my opinion, as close to perfectly as possible. It's as good as it's going to smoke. So I mean, it, the like, only thing, em. in my opinion, I don't know if it can get better. It may. Mm. But to sit on these for three, four, five, ten more years, uh, I think you're going to see a, 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 the quality degrade a little bit. Interesting. I'm going to say, yeah, I, I agree. I'm very glad to hear you say that because hearing the discipline of some of the other lizards i've honestly i've like blown through the boxes i've had (laughs) i feel bad like i'm listening to this i'm saying i I wish i had this level of discipline i mean i have two boxes and i guess for some reason i forget oh i know why at first i um you know those health stickers they're putting all over these damn boxes now so there was one over the bottom on one of them i had bought and i think it was on i have and um i had no clue what year it was so i just order it i off the truck wasn't happy with it so then i found one that i wanted with the exact code exact year that i had first tried i ordered that and then maybe a year later i just finally ripped the hell sticker off the bottom i'm like holy shit it's the exact same year and code that i was pursuing Mm. and after they sat i smoked it and it was perfect 
But I've probably got, I don't know, maybe 15 of these left across wow. the two. I mean, I've just plowed through That's them. That's because you felt like you had an abundance of these early on. You went through them. Well, I just loved it so much. I also, I handed one of What's these out the to every guy here, I'm pretty certain. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was yeah. Yeah. in love with this cigar, so I was happy to this share it. This is my third box. Um, they're um, awesome. I, hand, I smoked them. I gave them away. You got to give, you got to smoke though. them. I know, I know. The stickers, the held stickers we're talking about. Mm-hmm. The boxes that come from Mexico. Oh, it's ever, <laughs> you can't even see what kind of cigars you have. <laughs> no, it's all over the box. Oh uh, no, it's 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 very graphic. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, they have like the throat open, like yeah. oh, it's like someone who smokes uh, cigarettes, and six packs of cigarettes a day. Mexico's like the whole, going whole down box is just covered. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to Mexico anymore. You're not. <laughs> well, can we talk? I don't understand this. I haven't spent a lot of time in Mexico, but I've been there. Of all the problems Mexico has, how yeah. is banning smoking out in public places a top issue that they needed to? It's crazy. Go man. that far. Well, Thank well, you. Well, I mean, it's definitely. I mean, it's like bag. It's the, the. It's a war zone worse than Baghdad. Parts of it. It's. You yeah. think that they would put their efforts toward like I don't know, murder, <laughs> cocaine, heroin, hanging, <laughs> murder, hanging, hanging dead bodies from bridges yeah, every day. Like, can I, mean, I get a Can like, I get a room in Baghdad? <laughs> <laughs> you know the other thing too. I on top of uh, the smoking uh, ban coming in, uh, arguably as bad or worse than Canada, most of Canada. Um, there's another factor too where you're not. Like even the LCDHs in 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 Mexico, you're not allowed to physically display cigars in an open space. So like when you walk in the LCDH, they have black tarps now inside the the humidor that you you can't even see in the humidor unless you physically ask for permission and go in. Like you walk in the room and there's black tarps inside the humidor. It's it's so crazy. One of our buddies was in Mexico. Was it two weeks ago? Yeah, three weeks ago, and he explained exactly that. Blankets in the fucking window. But he was smoking a cigar outside. Outside, but yeah, you he can't. Inside. But is that for different reasons, like security reasons? No, or it's like- a smoking ban that went into effect in you know in January. So I thought you could how not about smoke. Like, like, how about like a crystal meth manufacturing ban? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like not why, why not focus on that? I mean, not a ban on that. Like, you know, <laughs> I love why it. would you want to do that? <laughs> Watching too much Breaking Bad. Hey, I wanted to point out. I don't know if you guys saw this, but there's some really interesting crystallization or yes, some sort of oil oh, pattern there, there is. on the wrapper that it's, even as look at the ash. Uh, there's like little bubbles of oil or something. Yeah. That, it that, actually separates from the leaf as it gets hot. It's incredible. And it gets shiny right at the burn line. So we're, we, a bunch cool. of us have our phones out Very with the cool. flashlight on. I mean, I've never seen anything like that on a cigar oh, before. Yeah. And it's pronounced when you take a draw and you look at your cigar. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a super special cigar. That's cool. Happy to be smoking it with you guys. Hey, Bam. Hmm. Get closer on that mic. Or lift it up or something. Okay. Dunk. Yeah, this is really this is really amazing. Yeah. And we're only, you know, we're coming in maybe to the second, third here. Maybe. Mm. I'm trying to smoke it slowly, but I'm getting like a chocolate thing now. Cocoa. As, alongside cocoa. the baking spice, alongside the, you know, it's just so smooth, yeah. too. I think the complexity note earlier that Mo was mentioned by Puba, right on the money. Yeah, it's silky. And Freaking awesome. And there's a there's a, a richness to the smoke yeah. in your mouth. It's like thick or something. Yeah, it's got a viscosity to it. Yeah. And the... Uh, if you share this with someone, and I've shared this cigar with um, as like a teaser 
for Cuban, like to get for Cubans. I've shared this a couple of times and they're like, okay. Like even <laughs> like the layman approaches the cigar and can, and appreciates it because I think it really does taste that good. Yeah. Um, where they're like, oh my God, like, wow, a cigar can actually be this, really this approachable and because if this was the i would give this i mean i even think a, a, a novice smoker would smoke the cigar and be like i really enjoyed that yeah absolutely it's that kind of approachable they it's really good they wouldn't be deserving of it but they would <laughs> no you're right you're right but but it's so let's talk about our pairing tonight we uh so we did this on episode three by the way which is this is episode 72, so that's like almost 70 episodes ago. We were young kids. Back we, were, we were babies, man. Hell yeah. We were babies on the journey. The Balvany 14-year-aged Caribbean cask. I so, just have uh, to say, the last bit of commentary on this cigar, as you guys were describing <laughs> the stick, yeah. and I was sipping on the Balvany, it's like you were describing the scotch. It was amazing. Mm. Like the viscosity, the... The, uh, just the flavor notes, the creaminess. I, I love this stuff. This is an excellent pairing already, I feel yeah. like. With this, this is a, a crowd favorite among it us. sure is. Yeah. So we did it on episode three for the listener. Why are we doing it again? It's because we didn't start rating liquors until I think Grinder said on episode 11 or 15 or something like, why the hell are we not rating the liquors too? And we just did. So yep. we're revisiting the stuff that we, uh, we did early on. And I'm very happy to because this is an excellent single malt scotch. You know, on the way in, I thought the scotch would overwhelm the cigar. Mm-mm. Just in thinking about it, but it's, oh, it's pairing. Perfect. It's pairing beautiful because it has that sweetness yeah. from the, from the. Is that a rum cask? Yeah. Mm. Okay, you you guys could talk about it, Grinder Senator. You guys know a little more. Just quickly before that, um, the funny thing is how Ben was saying I was worried this would overpower it. Giz and I, as we were just thinking about pairings with this, and we were debating wine or a spirit, and I kept saying I feel like a spirit is needed with this cigar. And it had been a while since I had it, but now smoking it, how much flavor we're talking. I mean, everyone here is saying full flavor, medium strength. The flavor is so robust in this cigar. I feel like it just holds up really well with the spirit. Yeah. I forgot how full flavor the cigar was. Yeah. Yeah. It has a long finish and it, 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 it pairs up super well with the rum cask, um, uh, this Caribbean cask, oh, yeah. uh, scotch, which uh, yeah, I, we all love the double wood 12, right? It, yeah. The, the, oh. with, there's consensus. I on have that. that with my cereal every morning. Yeah. It's, <laughs> right. I mean, no joke. It's that good. Right. Um, um lucky line. charms. <laughs> yeah. Fruit, <laughs> fruit loops. <laughs> but, but when you elevate it, um, this 14 Caribbean cask, Balvany is, is it's super good and i'm not trying to be basic about the evaluation but but it's just super delicious uh there's just that 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 there's that sweetness that you get from it which is balanced it doesn't it's not like a cognac sweet Mm. but it's almost like a like it's closer it it's bordering on that sweetness you kind of get from a cognac that pairs well with the cigar and and it performs there is and there's like this soft creaminess about this scotch which is not something i used to describe many single malts um it's just so refined and smooth like we love the 12 and i feel like the flavor notes in the 12 are perfect for most of our if not all of our palates this just has this 
creamy, so, refined element to it. Yep. That it, I just love with this cigar. Do you remember um, creamsicles? When yeah. Oh yeah. Did? Oh yeah. The orange this and is, white. This is like a creamsicle, but without the fake orange shit in it. Mm, yeah. It's like a it's like a creamsicle. It's creamy. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Here's it, a question. It's, it's bringing out, sorry, Bam. It's okay. bringing out just a touch of that twang that on the front of my tongue that I was mentioning really early on in the cigar. For some reason, pairing it with this as I'm sipping it, that's come back again. And I think it's a product of, of yeah, the yeah. pairing. Sorry, so what, Bam, you were saying. Yeah, yeah. What are the price points? Is this, how much more expensive is this than the 12 double wood? I, this is 85 today. Okay. I think the, the double wood is probably 65. Oh, yeah, right, about 20 Something yes. like that. Um, the, I think it was Pubo was mentioning that the sweetness is subtle and that they do that very well. Like this, that it's not aged tremendously long in these casks. They actually make their own rum, first of all, and then use their own rum and then they dump out all the rum and then put in whiskey that's been aging in traditional oak casks. And then, that's crazy. And this is part of their core lineup. Like this wow. is not something they do extraneously. This is something that they. This is one of the four or five. It's like, not core. special for them. It's part of their staple. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And they do it with a lot of different things. I mean, if you think awesome. of Balvany, the fourteen obviously is in the rum uh, Caribbean cast we're talking about. Their twenty-one is a port wood. It's out of a port cask. So okay. they're really good at I think you know maturing for the final stage in some different cast that imparts like just this interesting you know perfect finish to whatever they're making that and I think it works do, well it doesn't feel forced not at all it no. doesn't feel like they're trying too hard to like it it feels like whatever marriage they're creating it just it works brilliantly i mean so brilliantly that i can't imagine it without it yeah like i can't imagine this not finished in this because what it's imparted that like smooth creamy just delicious flavor i would it's, not want to lose it's yeah. a rich it's a rich taste that i I equate to like holiday time again. Yeah, you know, it's another yeah. holiday. Have you guys had the rum that they make? I haven't. No, they make a rum. Are you sure? No, they is make a, is that I'm pretty sure they yeah, make yeah. their own rum. I think they make their. Own I don't rum. think I they market. Wow. I don't think oh, they, they market. market. I don't think it's a marketable wow. rum. Wow. 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 Or maybe they take the rum and somebody private labels it. Perhaps. That could be yeah. interesting. They sell it to Costco. It's called Triple X rum and sold in <laughs> India. Costco rum is Balvany. <laughs> Rooster's own rum. <laughs> well, I'm sure they got it. They, they're not just going to dump the product. They're yeah, going to give it to somebody to private yeah. label this stuff. Yeah. I mean, you th you look at like so many whiskey distilleries. Also, are you know they make a lot of gin mm. because gin is a hell of a lot easier to make. You don't need to wait as long. You get a profit sooner. Right. Has anyone looked at Pagoda's Ash? Look at that! Look at that. That's where wow. I was. Dude, that's nice. where I was at. Yeah, I am very proud of you. So pagoda, thank you, Bam, for this. So, so for the listener, pagoda he, hasn't asked yet. Yeah, sorry. No, you're good. I, I was just gonna say, pagoda. Now you got to start holding it a little higher, yeah. like like vertically, and that's how I held the ash on for the entire. Cigar. But you have to be. You have to keep it above it's shoulder too much, length. Too much <laughs> I, I was I was I was doing that. I was on my way there, and then I just said I could probably do this, and then I just ashed it after. Just now, I just ashed it. Just now, from the I didn't. Start I didn't even cigar. think about it. I was just because because my ashtray is uh, not on the side table today. So you mean <laughs> it's not? In, you mean it's not in your lap tonight? <laughs> no, no, it's not. So, so I wasn't even thinking about this. Um, I've been watching you smoke off and on tonight. I'm very happy, very pleased. Thank well you. done. I'm maintaining my pace. Yes, you are. So, Pagoda, where um, where where does this fall for you right now, as far as Cuban cigars, your experience? Like, no, I, I'm really enjoying it. I I think uh, you know uh, 
I know I was kidding around earlier, Robert Puba saying it's a 10, because it, it was feeling like a 10 for me all the way through. Mm. Um, it reminded me actually of some Indian cookies, which only I think Rooster would know, which is just the regular glucose deep biscuits, mm. which we call biscuits in India. Like you short, know, when you're growing short up. bread. They're like, they're, they're just interesting. And it just reminded me of that. And we grew up with those. And um, so just, uh, you know, sometimes... Uh, when you associate flavors and they bring a good memory, it just yeah, you're right. enhances the flavor. Mm. Yeah. So I'm really enjoying it. Wow. Yeah, this is really, really special. I am enjoying it's this still, pairing. still, you know, down the stretch. Wow. The, yeah, it's great. The, the pairing's oh. great. It, it is. And even down the stretch, you retrohale it. It's still, it's still, it's so, still good. so good. And smooth. We should oh. have a, a series on these reprisals because there are some pairings that just really were home runs mm -hmm. yeah. this is one of them like yeah. that we should do like a series of seconds well mm -hmm. i often go back to the ras and what we paired with that i don't remember lagavulin was it yeah now normally i wouldn't drink that but it with that cigar for me yeah. tremendous tremendous evening that we had and we paired this originally on episode three which again going back call a callback i mean that was when puba <laughs> did you know did the whole thing about the lizard names i mean that's how long ago this was what that was with smoke? the exclusivo right? with the exclusivo ah and it, it paired brilliantly with the padron exclusivo yes, so uh, and i remember puba getting the bottle right i think puba you'd got the caribbean 14 at that point i i did i did I, yeah because i i'll tell you for me the belvenue 12 the double wood is something i enjoy so much that i think in memory it wasn't uh, you know i always because uh, I drink 12 a lot. Um, I've always preferred it. But today, I think the combination's been so great. I think, I don't know, I, maybe changing my mind. I don't know what's going I on totally, I totally agree with you. I think in most cases, I'm going to go for the double with 12. But in certain select situations and pairings, I'll reach for this. Like, I don't reach for this terribly often at home. I have a bottle. I go through a lot more double wood. Um, with what I'm smoking on a on a day to day basis, and maybe because the sweetness doesn't work for me on everything, but but uh, this is really the perfect pairing here. Yeah, I, like I just can Sorry, I God. talk? Can I can I talk about something? Because uh, <laughs> the, the, the floor is yours. I, I forgot about I, for, I, I forgot. Well, the lighter I didn't I didn't refill my lighter. Um, so <laughs> I asked Rooster. I, I needed to touch this up just a little. And I asked Rooster for a lighter, and he handed me the pimpest lighter <laughs> of all time, which he's never handed me before, and I've never seen. Because you keep losing it. Well, so he hands me this Ellie Blue lighter. Oh, boy. <laughs> and it's really neat. I'm going to show you guys. You, probably, you guys have probably seen it, but check it out. Check out the flame on this. It's got a flat wide, flame. It's got a wide flame. A wide, flat flame. This thing is pimp. I've rooster, never seen it before. You like it? You're yeah. a baller, Rooster. Thank you. You're a baller. Thank you so You can much. have it. Yeah. Keep, it. <laughs> Keep it. Take it home. Take it home, people. It'll go well with the cutter. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Zeno cutter. <laughs> it's a and, Zeno Davidoff. And, and Rooster's confirmed his expertise on lighters because uh, oh, yeah. we do have uh, another member in the lounge who has a it's really nice. fancy lighter, which is some kind of... Like it's got a really interesting way to open. Oh. And it's, light like, it up. it's like a dumbhead. That's our that's our esteemed friend EDF. I, that's EDF. right. Yeah, that's right. I may treat myself to something very nice. Nice at some point. I, I think I, think I, think I, 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 think I know where you're going with that. Can I and take I, a guess? Yeah, I think it's the line two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? How did you know? How do you know? Well, that maybe because I mentioned it before. Dual flame. Yeah. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. Line two? Yeah, because the dual just, flame, you get, the, yeah, it's got the soft, soft flame. Because you guys know how much I like the soft flame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love soft flames. Um, Indoors. I, thought, honestly, I, think you're I, love, I love how you say that. Like You guys know I love a soft flame. I had no idea. Oh, you knew that. You know how he we knew matches. that. I was he just going to say. He uses a creme brulee lighter. He blew through his soda low <laughs> with a creme brulee lighter. <laughs> what are you talking about? Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, I did. Okay, well, you that, did. Okay, I told you I bought the white trash lighter on the way to the Jersey Shore over the summer. <laughs> Because with the I flat was, top grill in the well, back, right? Exactly. <laughs> because I needed to be because I was on the beach and I needed something that was like massive. The wind, you needed off the a flamethrower. Hey, listen, I was one house off the beach, guys. I mean, you know, there a you lot go. of wind there. Just yeah. saying, yeah, it's a wind, uh, hum- humble, humble brag, yeah, right? There. It was yeah. a wind problem yeah. for the yeah, humble yeah. brag. I mean, please, I, so and you know, so I bought that, but anyway, but that notwithstanding, the uh, but I, yeah, there, there's at some point that so. I'm working towards thinking about maybe I want the Peter James setup because the Sotolo thing. My I brought the Sotolo case to the group, my man, and it was it was well received. But then all of a sudden, and I'm going to say this for the record, and everyone should know, the zippers are not good on the Sotolo. No. Uh, there's no, I, I think I have good. the V2 or V3 version. My the, zippers are excellent. All of the zippers have failed. They're the same zippers. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe I maybe it's a you user error. Time we've had it much longer than you've had that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, and I'm on my. I've been through two. Um, uh, anyway, my point is, I was thinking maybe I would treat myself to that kind of a setup. You know, a nice little setup at some point. You cannot you beat know. the Peter James. I think. I, I think don't it, disagree. I think every cigar smoker who's as serious as we are, smoking, let's say between three, ten, twelve cigars a week, whatever that number is really needs to invest in a, a great lighter and a great uh great case for sure can, can oh, wait we, a minute can we just take a quick thank you man we're can on the I same please, wavelength please i need do to it. see that home depot box please do it. <laughs> i just i'm sorry you have to admit you gave us shit for oh, yeah. years about you oh, guys no. Buy, no, I, no, no, no 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 let me finish no. let me finish I, you we were way we were i can't way even be, finish i got i got a lot of shit we were way beyond i'm gonna pass it to you right now we were way beyond you case wise Thank for you. Years. Years. No, 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 for no. years. Hey, no, no, no. Giz, I was Giz. on the defense. Giz, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. For Saturday. years, we all had a nice case to put our cigars in whenever we went somewhere. And you would show up with this literally bright oh. orange Home Depot looking case. It's a construction gang box. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's what it is. I, 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 when you show up, I'd go, are there drill bits in that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we would laugh about this. And you would sit there and say, well, your case can't be run over by a car and still yep. have your cigars be yep. intact. No, a why tank. Would, yep. tank. A tank. A tank. A tank. And he'd say, he'd say uh, why uh, would uh, you uh, spend uh, all this money on these nice cases? And then fast forward a few years. And now it. you sit before us Look and say, oh, anyone yeah. who's as serious what? as we are should buy a nice yeah, case yeah. Oh, and a nice just say, what, what kind of it's what a kind beautiful of, thing to see this transformation that's all i'm saying not, i'll tell you it sounds it how, it sounds real beautiful how the winds of time <laughs> change <laughs> what a man grinder i need you to be my attorney are I, you still I, on retainer I, I for just, bam i have a question it's this is part of the this is part of the fact finding mission here go ahead mm-hmm. what kind of activities are you doing that you actually need that kind of protection on these cigars <laughs> exactly it was, it was are all you good. going to war listen i grew up up in pennsylvania man you need rough and tough man. You know, rough it's, and tumble. Not, it's not even camouflaged it's no. not it's bright orange so you can see it if you lose it when in the you're woods in a coal mine when you're in a coal mine you can see it if you lose it in the woods you can find it 
Uh, well, don't don't you remember the coal, the coal mine analogy? He tracks. doesn't need okay. that. I think I, I, think I get it, it now. It does. It does. Don't you remember when he left the box of cigars on top of his car? Car, oh, right? Oh it killed God. the whole purpose. Then also, what he remember That's what right. he bought? By the way, that was that was that was two D, boxes D five of aged wow. like almost ten year aged Partagas D fives. My heart, oh my God, fell into my stomach that day when I had a refund. V- v- these vicious friends of mine, uh, Bam Bam and Senator. No, Some no, of no. us don't leave no. our cigars on the roof. Yeah. And of thank God they true. weren't D6s. Excuse the me. D5 excuse is me. no, it, no point. My box survived. <laughs> I have that box at home. I smoked yeah, through it. He, he replaced him. He I gave you, you my box. Oh, you are the prince of princes. <laughs> he goes, my I didn't box know that. survived. I, I your box was all over the Is that true? I had no idea you gave me your box. Well, I got three for one for each of us. You know what? And then I destroyed two and I gave it to you. I'm taking you to Wendy's. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> Wendy's. We're going to Wendy's, baby. Wendy's. That's after the party. What's your, what's That's your, after. The, what's your, I'd like to go to McDonald's. What's your you Wendy's meal? I don't even. Like, I'm, I'm a McDonald's guy. Okay. Okay. If I go to McDonald's, I'm, I, I prefer McDonald's. I grew up with that. It's like, to me, that's like comfort God. food. Mm-hmm. Um, like my, my mom always loved, I don't know why. We didn't eat it a lot. Maybe we ate it once a month. Mm. Like anytime I went to the, a, a doctor's appointment or I got dr- uh, blood drawn as a kid, I always had a 10-piece chicken McNugget meal with that. the hot mustard sauce. Look at you. McDonald's hot mustard sauce. It's a thing. Is arguably my favorite condiment I've it's, ever had. It is. Puba, it's a thing. It's a phenomenal condiment. It, it's it's awesome. No, I don't disagree. The it, it, Completely, I don't. I, the, but <laughs> I remember specifically in, the, in, in, I don't know if you guys remember this, juicy fruit and used tissues in my, so in my mom's, purse that was the same time we would go she would take us to mcdonald's and i remember she would have all these tissues that she blotted her lipstick with ah. and and she would wipe my face down from the mcdonald's <laughs> It'd be with, red. These, with these blotted things from the lipstick and she always had sticks of juicy fruit all in the bottom of her bag and so all that goes together with the mcdonald's but i mean hey sometimes uh i was on the way to the airport uh, coming back uh you know coming back to new jersey and you know you're in a rush let me tell you something a quarter pounder with cheese yeah man and a large and a, and a large fry and a diet coke from oh. uh from can McDonald's i just say in the in the rental car dude on just the way, <laughs> just cruising up i-95 at like 85 miles an hour like just to get to the airport sometimes you just need to when push I'm, that yeah. in and i'm down with when it. i'm doing Hell like yeah. a two, it. when i'm doing like a two in. hour plus travel like my brain automatically goes like, we need McDonald's right now. I, I, I'm down with the Rock, and and like you rock. guys, you guys don't like that when I say this. You know the the chicken McNugget meal with the French fries, very easy to eat in the car. Sure it is. Oh, totally. Oh, you know, sure. you open, easier than a salad. Well, you it's know. a good salad topper. <laughs> Yeah, I used to like taking that chicken and a chicken pot pie. Take a bite of the burger. <laughs> All right, um, we need I a, hear Kentucky Fried Chicken's Ash chicken report. pot pie is unbelievable. We, we've got an Just Ash update. Uh, ash update here for Pagoda. Oh, Ash update. Half cigar gone. Look at that. Wow. By the way, this is a lot of work. I, I just don't want to do it. But do, it. <laughs> do it for the people, just, man. Just do it. Lizard Nation needs do it. it. It's, it that's not enjoyable. No. Just asked. Oh, you just asked. You got it. You did it so recklessly too. (laughs) You could have just gracefully ended its life. Well, for the the listener, for the listener who was really waiting for Pagoda to report that he was all the way down with a full ash, 
He has canceled the mission. Oh, past the halfway yeah. mark he made. And he asked. Well, he not, did. And not also, I'd, li- I'd like to just say for the Blizzard record, too, all of you, except Rooster, all of you, after the podcast at times, eat the Wendy's double cheeseburger. Yes, we do. Agreed. Like animals. Um, all of you. Of course. And thank you. Can I even say? Senator came around. He goes, okay, uh, it's good. <laughs> I, I, I got to admit. Well, he's, I gotta a da- admit. <laughs> he's a dad now. He's hungry. That's true. <laughs> my, my standards have completely got out the window. Oh, <laughs> he, he, that's he, what it is. <laughs> he's been having baby food lately. Is that- <laughs> we'll, door, we'll door dash Wendy's after this sometimes. Just just, I, I'll just you, get like $70 worth of double cheeseburgers. As soon as my, my every, And they're all hang gone. Hang my favorite part of this is Puba orders this ridiculous amount of food and he's just standing around the lounge like fucking Donald Trump Firing. with toilet paper rolls in Puerto Rico, just like shooting them like basketballs at people lounge. Cheese, cheeseburger, boom. Cheeseburger, true. boom. So Hamburger, true. boom. You it's did, hysterical. You did get, you got a, a, an inordinate amount of, of cheeseburgers last time. It and was, they were all eaten. They, they were, were all gone. <laughs> By the way, Pooba, here's what I think our new move is. When we hit the formal liquor rating, mm-hmm. I think you need to place the order. Mm. <laughs> right. We wow. May, we may. <laughs> I mean, we could time this, man. I like that. It's it's a 15 to 20 minute. That's what I'm saying. Drop time. We can we can we hit the formal liquor rating. Bam bam goes. We go around the room. By the time we get to you, you could have this all ordered. No problem. <laughs> right. My pleasure. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> So, boys, we are well into the second half now of the H. Upman Robusto Anahados. And uh, as we expected, as you can hear in our voice and the conversation and how we're feeling, this is an excellent, excellent cigar. There's, has anyone had uh, burn issues like I have? or just I have done not. a lot of touching up. Oh, mine's mm. been perfect. Yeah, mine's smoking great. You know, it's funny. I had a bit of an unevenness early on. I just stopped smoking it, and I let it kind of catch up and smoke it slowly and caught up. I thought I did that. Yeah. I will say, so I think Grinders touched his up a few times. I've had to touch mine up. The one thing I will say, it's kind of a crapshoot with this cigar. Having smoked a lot of these, either they're outrageously perfect and burn almost all the way down like Pagoda had, or I am having to do little touch-ups here and there and that the burn can get very uneven. The flavor is so delicious regardless that it's never bothered me a whole lot, but it is a bit of a crapshoot. I got to say, the whole business of letting your i'm not going to say it. i mean let me say it letting your score or perception of the cigar be affected by simply just having to touch it up to me that's a minor detail but i think that that's also it's a minor detail i don't think it's the case here but i think the I reason understand. why we we sometimes harp on it we do is it does directly tie a lot of the time to construction issues yeah. it's that indicative affect, quality yeah, okay. yeah. it's All indicative right, quality for sure i don't okay. think that in this case with the age, with the tobacco, with the roll, with the, how it, the the draw, I don't think that there's a construction issue here. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe grinders wrapper is a little thicker in some. Like, who knows what the situation is? But I don't think it's indicative indicative of construction issues. Okay. Like when we had money, when we had money ones, and we had burn issues. I think the money ones were a product of bad construction, which you informed have a hard time the drawing. Burn. That's yeah. these, these aren't bad construction. I think in any no in any way, shape, or form. If, if, no way. But no, but this, but but a, a touch up here and there is negligible in the overall experience that the cigar gives. I the, totally agree. I agree. Yeah. Just to clarify, it's, it's totally a touch agree. up here or there is not an issue. What becomes a problem is 
when you're having to touch up a cigar so many times, it actually impacts your smoking experience. Mm. Yeah, because you want to be able to exactly. You want to be able to have a conversation, enjoy your cigar. You don't want every five minutes to have to sit there, grab your lighter, and keep touching that. And that's not not what's happening here. But I'm just saying, like, why it would in some cases factor in for some cigars. Sure. It's when you're having to do it so often, it really detracts from the smoking experience. Sure. Yeah. Sure. That's that's. I don't need to beat a dead horse, but everyone basically said we beat the dead horse. (laughs) This is, you know, if this were really construction problems, I wouldn't be fucking smoking it. Of course. And like, that's not. You would have put it down. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like we've done many times. Yeah. It's also preference, like that you want to smoke it the way it was meant to be smoked. Yeah, and and, it, and very few um, cigars until you get up to in the in the Habanos portfolio um, in the catalog perform like you know so perfectly like a Davidoff would. Do you know what I mean in terms of the like just impeccable? You know, Davidoff, you get that impeccable construction. You yeah. know, it's just so... Padron. So, and Padron. Padron, too. Yeah, Padron. You get that impeccable. So very few cigars in the catalog until you... Some Cohibas, maybe. Um, Partagas, and, and sure. Some Partagas. You know, but again, it's touch and go. You know, a couple times... If I, I touched this cigar up, what, two times? Yeah. And it was just like... Yeah, quick. No big deal. But you know what? The, the, the price that we pay for these Cuban cigars now... I mean, this is close to $35, $40 a stick. The construction should be impeccable. But I'll tell you, here's, here's what I want to say about this whole I mean, conversation. This is close. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not saying like this particular cigar, but there's so many times we light a Cuban cigar and it's it's the construction, there's issues. Right? There are, but the I, I Coronas to, Claros I, I smoked before we came in here, no touch-ups. Let me, yeah. let me just say, I think that for when this cigar was rolled in 2011 i think there's two factors to this number one i think that there were a lot more quality issues across the entire habanos catalog um versus let's say i don't know what the year on the corona square you just mentioned probably a 20 19 18 i think that it's a significant difference in in construction and rolling quality from 2011 to 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 now let's call it right the other thing too is like the partagas anahados we did i would bet that because this was a special size made for the Anahados line, that they probably only had one or two rollers that rolled every single one of these boxes, and they probably brought in some of the better folks to do it, as opposed to with a D4, a Monty 4, some of the other things. They spread it across how many factories, how yeah. many people, how yeah. many rollers, how, how many hands touch it versus these. I would think that this was probably touched by some of their top people at the time, which is giving us the experience yeah, that we're and used and to. Like with a the little bit of vein in the wrapper, like here and there, like they have a limited amount of wrappers for these that match the flavor profile. So I think just once in a while, you may need to just touch it up a little bit. Like yep. there may be just a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but the over, but, but on balance, it's a real performer. I, oh, yeah. And I think too, that I, I, I got to think that maybe let's say grinder had, a wrapper or something, because we're seeing unique oil spots or unique oil um, oh. markers on the wrapper in the burn. It, it's an old cigar. And he could have just one that has like an irregular type of oil. Like who knows what the what the situation is, but I'm going to blame the leaf. There's no tunneling 
There was no, no, no way. There was no fucked up stuff with the cigar at all. Grinder, I'll finish a, your cigar. A couple for you. clicks of the lighter <laughs> to I, me not is not a demerit. Yeah, uh, I, I merely, I merely asked I one. Uh, let me just say, I <laughs> merely joking. asked one question. If anyone had troubles with their burn, <laughs> I'm enjoying this tremendously, profusely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, I'm not I'm, complaining. I think we've gotten in a rabbit hole for some reason. We Grinder have. was not saying that this has caused a problem for no, him. He was just commenting. Hang on, hang on. What I did want to comment on was what Rooster said, which I think was a valid point, not about this stick. Rooster's point was that this now goes for $30, $40, that there are many sticks now in the Habanos catalog that go for a lot of money. And so as they've increased the price, what's going to have to go hand in hand with that is our expectation for quality of construction has increased, right? If we're going to pay more, they're going to charge more. They have to get better about consistency. Meaning, and I think in yeah. a lot of cases they have. I think we've been commenting how the recent years have fared better Especially than our experience in years past. The right. Like, with the, like with the yeah, fundies, how many fundies like kind of don't maybe perform like they should for the price? Yeah, it's true. So for the, the, you know, you get some that are too tight. We had that but experience that's on the pod. And, and the reason right. I, I I like Rooster's point is because we're sitting here talking about should construction factor in, and For I sure. think especially when you consider the price point of certain cigars, it has to. But right, you you, is, you want you, you want and expect that to to be deserving of that price. Point. Those think, expectations are realistic, but it is Cuba after all. It really I, is. I think they, they don't increase the prices if you can't maintain the quality. I agree. But this is, I agree. I think this goes back to a point we were discussing on a previous podcast, and it's about the elasticity of supply and demand in regards to these price increases. They're, they're testing in the market in real time what works and what doesn't. So they're trying to take price right now with their consumers and say, okay, how much are you willing to pay? How about this? How about this? How about this? They're going to hit a point where some consumers are going to say, "We're not going to pay that kind of price." It's already happening, Reiner. I know, but that's what that this is what yeah. we're living through it right yep. now. And this is, but this is what any rational actor is doing. They're looking at the what what they can do. They're not as sophisticated as a lot of others, right? So they're kind of blunt force object, just throwing it out there and seeing what people are going to pay. But this is the way it works. Yeah. And, and to Grinder's point on exactly that, and and we're saying that they're already. This is happening right now, right? Yeah. We're living through it. Where finally people are saying the prices are starting to creep up so high on certain sticks that people are pausing and saying, I'm not sure that that's really worth that. The problem is the only thing they can control for, right? These cigars, they're meant to maintain the same profile year after year after year. The only thing they can control for is the quality of the construction of that stick. That's the only thing that can be a variable, really, a significant enough variable year, uh, year after year. And I say that because why does Davidoff charge a premium, a very aggressive premium sometimes for their cigars is because they would argue that the construction is flawless on every one of their sticks. And so you know when you go and buy a Davidoff, you may say, well, this is a little painful. I can't believe I have to spend $30 on this stick. But you never doubt that the quality of the construction of that cigar is at all going to be a problem. 100%. Yeah. And I think that's where, I mean, Habanos has to, and I think they're realizing this because, again, the quality I do think has improved. It has, right. yeah. It's far from perfect, but it's mm-hmm. definitely better than where it used to be. Yeah, And that's the challenge for them, right? What would make the consumer that right now has pause about spending so much more on that stick, if they get to a place where they can guarantee that for some of these really premium sticks, that everyone is going to smoke wonderfully, you're going to have buyers that are willing to spend more money say, well, if that, if I know if I spend X amount of money, every one of these is going to be good to go. They, they wouldn't think yeah. twice about that. That's true. I mean, right now in the Habanos portfolio, 
it's only the Cohiba brand that smokes the construction-wise. It's flawless. Agreed. You'll never get a bad Cohiba burn-wise, construction-wise. But, you know, now like a Siglo series, you go into the Siglo 4, Siglo 5, Siglo 6, they're upwards of $80 to $100 a stick now. Oof, it's crazy. It's insane. That's an expensive so you, so hour that, and a half. So that's what you have to pay to get a, you know, perfect construction on a on a cigar from Habanos. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's not fair. It's no, not right. No, no. So when we were in Cuba, you'll you'll know that most of the marcas are made in multiple factories across the island. There's no way they can have a, that level of quality control like they have at one place, the Cohiba factory. Right. So when you go through the Cohiba factory. Most, correct me if I'm wrong, most of the Cohibas are made in one place in very small rolling rooms. There are maybe eight rollers in a room, if I remember correctly, yeah. when I was there. Yeah, so El Aguido is going to, as of early 2023 now, let's say now, mm-hmm. as of now, is going to be the only factory that Cohiba comes out of. Okay, so. Which has not been the case in, in, in and, years and past. And you'll see when you go through that factory, there are, there are strict controls. There are two supervisors in every room eight rollers per room, and it is really, really monitored. I can get a D4 in one box that could be made in three factories. How do you you control that? Yeah, but my point is that as the cigar prices have gone up, Habanos has raised their prices. It can't change. It needs to be a better. It can. How can it change when they have five factories rolling Partagas? They need need to train their rollers better. It's true. It's tough. It's very tough. But I think that overall... Bam, I'm sorry. The reason that... uh, I'm sorry. I side with Rooster here. It's not as tough as as some are making it sound. It's their only job. Every every New World cigar company is able to do it. Some New World cigar companies that are smaller and with less resources than even Habanos has are able to do it. So it is possible. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I just think they have a system in place and they're all rolling certain Vitolas for Marcas across multiple factories. And then you walk into this palace called Iligido where most of the Cohibas are made. You can't compare. Well, the problem is also, you know, what they get paid. Maybe they don't give a shit. You know, I mean, there needs to be better training and better understanding of what they're doing, how much these totally sticks right. are. You can't, like, charge, no, I agree. you know, 40 to $50 a stick while these rollers are making, like, 10 bucks a month. I agree. Yeah. You know, where's the equality in that? The, yeah. pro- the problem yeah. is, is that yeah. for the amount of money, the out- amount of extra money that we're paying for cigars, it's not ending up. No. At the supply level or at the rolling level, it's not getting there. It's stopping at the distributor. It's stopping at the at the the head manufacturing, and it probably never will. It, it probably won't. never. It's just will. the it's way gonna, that country which, operates. Exactly. It need yeah. there needs to be a structural change, and to do that, I mean, that's a big undertaking. Look, for we you, smoked but. we smoked a bunch of Lanceros, right? Lately, especially lately, and those are one of the hardest sticks to roll. But made in one spot, though. By the no, I'm, same talking about, I'm talking about the New World sticks. Yeah, yeah, made in one factory. Exactly. But the amount of quality control that they have, you know, rolling these sticks, and these are under like $10 a stick, wow. and they're flawless. It's the nature of the environment that they're produced in. But they're also paying those people well. There, There is an element that, you know, Habanos, Cuban cigars, they can do whatever they want in their mind. And they're still going to sell every cigar that they manufacture. But, but, it's different when well, you, until the consumer pushes back, and it stops paying, yes. which right. is happening in yes. ways we've said it's, it's happening right happen. now. But but this is the point. I think none of us is naive enough to think that this money is going to trickle down to the roller or the worker. It should. We know that's not how Cuba operates. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's not going to. Yeah. But what could happen, and I think this is where I agree with Rooster. 
Um, you know, sadly, folks are willing to work for what is not a living wage rolling cigars in Cuba. The reality is folks can, Habanos SA can invest more in training those rollers, right? These are competitive jobs. As little as they pay, people, it's a source of pride. People compete to be a cigar roller in a they place do. like Cuba. They do. And so the simple point is, if Habanos SA wasn't so focused on just pumping out as many cigars as quickly as possible and said, we need to make sure that the quality is maintained because mm -hmm. we're charging more and making more money now than we did before, this could happen. So I'm not, I'm not saying like, I don't think that they have to even pay rollers more. They should. We know yeah. they won't. Yeah. But they have to just invest more in training yeah. such that the quality wow. well, I, is commensurate I, no, no, no. with it's the not, price. I don't think it's just training. That's part of it. But I think, you look, you're a brand strategist. Part of a brand strategy is in determining how things are made and where they're made and how often they're made by different people. Well, if you're totally different from brand well, strategy. whatever. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> like a, that, that's supply chain strategy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, look, this is all part of it, right? So if you've got all these factories making all of these cigars for one marca, how do you how do you control quality? I'm not arguing with you. I'm just Here, stating a fact training. as to how it is now. Well, here's what I'll say, Bam. So, so Bam yeah. and I were fortunate to go to La Corona, and we've become very friendly uh, with the head torcedor at La Corona factory. La Corona makes more cigars than any other factory in Cuba. I think they make eight or nine million cigars a year. I don't know the exact number. But we became friendly with the head torcedor there. And his role now is not only to roll the cigars that he's required to roll, but he's also training everyone there. And he's responsible for the quality output. So I do think that in the past few years, especially since COVID, there has been an increase in exactly what we're talking about um, that's separate from the money piece. Mm. I do think that they've heard the complaints, certainly from retailers and distributors. And I think that they've put quality people in place to start to train people to make better cigars. Yeah, well, it's been a relatively decent run. It hasn't yes. been... You know, call it 2019, 2020, 21, now into 22, you know, through 22, it's been, it's been pretty good. Um, it, 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 there's been worse periods of time. Certainly. So, but it's the availability and the capacity of the island. Um there's a, they have a capacity and a production issue, um, which creates a shortness in the market. So the market is relatively short on, at least that's what they say. Yeah. Um, I think they're correcting it. It's just, it's a long correction period required to, you know. To yeah, but up. don't, don't increase your prices until that happens. Yeah. yeah. That would Certainly. be nice. I mean, the prices, the price increase should be in conjunction with construction, training, you know, the yeah. whole, the, yeah. But, but in the sense. short market, prices go up. But we're talking as capitalist boys, and we're talking about, we're talking a about Cuba. communist yeah. operation that, hop, uh, uh, that happens on an that, island. I'm just saying sometimes there's more value in some of the new world yeah. sticks. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's what that's where the conversation started. It was kind of like, well, you know, what do you do in a situation where, you, you know, a box that was $450 is double two, yeah, three years double. ago uh it, it, and now it, it's six eight months ago it was 750 and now we're like oh it's a 900 dollar box well what do you do yeah That's yeah i mean all. we haven't been i mean well some of us have been smoking you know cuban cigars for a while you have but a lot of us have collected <laughs> cigars like in the last three to five years 
and those prices have doubled. So basically, our entire inventory that we're oh, smoking, it's, it's, sure. it's, it's, paid, it's paid for. Yeah, yeah. that's true. We're it's very already well. paid for. But that's a new true. smoker who's going to start now collecting cigars, you know, the amount of money that he's going to pay, and and some of the boxes are not going to smoke well. There's mm-hmm. going to be construction issues. Yeah, yeah. it's that's. It, I mean, it's not right. It's not yeah, right. It's troubling. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not right. It's true. All right, boys. We're coming to the end of the H. Upman Anahanos. Before we do the formal liquor rating, how are you guys feeling on the cigar? Uh, tremendous cigar. Yeah. Great. It's so great very cigar. Tremendous cigar. Yeah. And I think the pairing was perfect. Yeah. I oh, really no, think no the, the Balvenie 14 performed excellently. Is that a word? Yeah, sure. Is excellently a word? <laughs> we'll take yeah. it. <laughs> it. It could have been Rampo tonight. Probably but. not. <laughs> Probably not. I like how... Uh, Maybe Gizzle. if you were using in the context of your excellency Confirming with the academics in the room. <laughs> your... Excellently. 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 Your excellency. Your excellency. We'll Google it. Are you guys ready to do the... Uh, Chat GPT it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys ready to do the uh, formal liquor rating on the Balvenie 14 Caribbean cask? Yeah. All right, Bam Bam, you're up. So my first glass, I had some ice in it. It was great. And then I had it with neat without any ice. For me, that's always a pure indicator. It's delicious. I give it a nine. Nine. Fantastic. Grinder. I give it a nine. It's it's definitely something that I, it's it's a staple that I always can trust on. And um, I just have so much, you know, joy enjoying it. Um, and it it's so versatile. Like you can... You can get the sweetness out of it to pair with sweetness and still has got that kind of space side, you know, you know, uh, Balvenie character. Uh, it's so versatile and I love it. It's a nine. Yeah. All right. Pagoda. Uh, for me, it's a 10. Um, I typically would rate it below the 12. Uh, it would be a nine for me on my general experiences, but today I just, I think I've just been really enjoying it more than ever. And, uh, Maybe it's a combination. Maybe it's uh, what I'm experiencing between the cigar and this. It's a perfect combination. Uh, it's a 10 for me. Mm. Senator? I'm at a 9, um, firmly a 9. I think it's an outstanding spirit. I, I've never had a bad experience with the Caribbean cask. Um, I think Gizmo said it well earlier in that um, they didn't, just put this in a finish it in a Caribbean cast for the sake of it. There's no marketing gimmick here. It works extraordinarily well. And I also like what Grinder said in mentioning how versatile it is. This is a scotch that I reach for equally in the winter as much as I do in the summer. I think in the summer, the little sweetness from the rum cast works really well. I think in the winter, it's got enough body and it's full flavored enough as a single malt that it's just as enjoyable. So um, there's never a bad time, I think, to reach for this. Uh, it's a nine for me. Yeah, I agree. There's there's never a bad time to reach for it. It always satisfies. It's very consistent, uh, which is encouraging. And I love it. I mean, I'm between a 9 and a 10. Um, I'll give it a 9. Uh, it's great. It's really, it, 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 you know, it, it checks every box for me. I'm also at a 9 for sure. Um, I, I, I was between a nine and a 10, but if I were to be a decimal, it'd be like a 92, 9.2, like I'm kind of right there, but it's definitely a nine for me. Uh, I think that the most cases, the, the 12 edges it a little bit for me, but tonight it was excellent. It really paired wonderfully with this. Um, so it's definitely a nine. 
All right, boys. So for the Balvenie 14 year Caribbean cask, it's a 9.2. Yeah, excellent. Score. That's, that's, a, that's a perfect is, score. As I just said, that's yeah. where I would have rated it, but yeah, yeah. 9.2 is perfect. That is a perfect uh, score awesome. for this. What's, what's, let's take a look at the previous scores. If you have them by, by, I do. I mean, I think the double would I'd give a nine too. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. It's so the, the, actually, yeah. Yeah. the double would, <laughs> the double would we did on, uh, Episode 17 with the Padron 1964 Torpedo in Natural. Oh, uh, that that rated high. also a 9.2. Look at that. Yeah. Right Perfect. on par. Look at that. Um, and that, I think, is it for uh, Balvenie on the podcast. We, did, we, we never rated the Caribbean cat? No, we didn't rate it the first time. Oh. I think we know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 9.2, boys. <laughs> so Balvenie is very, very strong as a brand on this podcast. I mean, we've done some Oban. We've done a few McAllens, I think. Um, What's the highest rated scotch? The highest rated scotch. That's a great question. Let me look here for you. Hibiki? No. That's a whiskey. Not the Hibiki. Well, it's got to be Mac 12. It's not, that's not the highest rated. Well, we gave that a nice score. We didn't rate Mac 12 yet, by the way. No, we didn't. No. I think this is the so highest glad. rated, so tied with uh, Balvenie 12 Doublewood. This is the highest rated scotch we've done so far. Wow. Now, we have not rated... <clears throat> We have not rated uh, McAllen 12. How's that possible? Um, and well, we did it, it but we didn't rate it. And we also didn't rate the Kirkland boys. Yeah, well, <laughs> that was back in the day. So <laughs> reprise. Oh, it's gonna, coming back. We got to have that again. <laughs> We're got to oh, do boy. like T-Swift and re-record all our previous episodes. <laughs> I'd love to know what Giz's score is on that. That's an 11. It'll, it'll, it'll it's an 11. In, it's an 11. It'll come in at 8.6. <laughs> no. 8. 8.4. I'm almost glad we didn't do it then because Giz used to drink so much of a 10 that he would have given so much of a oh, 10, he would have given an 11. No doubt. Now I rarely see with Kirkland, so yeah, I'm actually curious. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't had it too much. He's elevated himself. His palate has refined. I think Gizmo has become an elitist in many ways. I just love the irony. I agree with that. All the best uh, The irony. Uh, all the we would spend ways. all this money on scotch. Thank you, Why Grindr. would you spend all this oh, on McAllen Bouchon. when you can have a Kirkland bottle for I think the Sotelo price. changed him. And a, Senator. And a chocolate. <laughs> and a chocolate. One other thing. No more hoodies. Haven't seen a hoodie on the man. Mm. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Everything you've ever criticized us for, you've become one of us. I it's haven't. Amazing. All right, let me it's just amazing. say for the listener, it's not been criticism. It's been in defense. No, it's it's no. on. He's it's, trying to survive. It's, no. <laughs> it's a survival technique. Are you guys ready to do the formal lizard rating on the H. Upman Anahados Robusto? All right, Let's do it. Rooster, you're up. So I'm I'm gonna give it a nine. Um, I can't give it a 10 because 10 is like, you know, I mean, that's rare. Like there's very few sticks that we're going to give us, you know, complete 10, but this cigar is phenomenal. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Great flavor from beginning to end. Great construction. I had no, uh, no issues. Uh, so it's a firm nine for me. Puba. I'm going to give it a 10 because I think as an up in Robusto, it stands out. It's it's a it's a standout cigar. Um, there's nothing really like it. Um, it's unique. Um, it's distinctive, and it's special. And uh, I think it represents the Upman DNA in a very very unique way. Um, so I'm going to give it for 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 what it stands for. Uh, this is a very, very good cigar, and I think you'd be very, very hard to find something that performs and tastes this well out 
in the world right now that's going to smoke a robusto that's going to smoke like this so for me it's a 10 so for me i i've been between a nine and a ten um the entire time for to your point for robusto i do think that this is exactly this is the best that a cuban robusto has to offer now that's not a knock on a D4 or a RAS or any of the other great Cuban Robustos, but this is really at the, the very tip top of aged Cuban Robustos that you can find. So I'm also at a 10 for sure. Um, I just think it's an excellent cigar. It's an excellent experience, and I'm going to be reaching into my box a lot more than I've been because I've just been too conservative with it. Senator. So th this is also tough for me because I'm in the exact same boat. I, I just keep going back and forth, nine yeah. or a ten, yeah. which makes clear this is an outstanding cigar. I think where I've come down is I'm going to have to give this a nine. And I say that not because I'm left with any ounce of disappointment from this cigar. The reason I, I can't give it a ten, for whatever reason, and I've had a hard time trying to figure out how to articulate this, as much as I love this cigar, I think I very much agree when Puba said there's nothing like it, could not agree more. There's not a single other Cuban cigar I would compare this to at all. Very unique, wonderful smoking experience. The only thing I have a hard time with is after, you know, after certain days when you really, when you seek a celebratory stick in some way, you want to light something just really spectacular. For some reason, and I can't quite place it, this doesn't usually crack that list for me in the way that, you know, a Vegas Urbana Classicos or a Padron 80th or some of these cigars that we've almost all given tens. Um, and I think it, it maybe if there were one slight complaint, maybe it's just slightly not complex enough to warrant that top score for me. Interesting. Um, and I say that I'm, too. I'm shocked because to hear you say I it's not too, complex. Enough. Honestly, yeah. So Sorry to I, interrupt, but I, no, I, no, I, no. you know, yeah. that, I mean, that is shocking to th me. The thing is, as I say this, there's no one here that lights this up as like when they're going to have like a celebratory stick. Like, I mean, I see, you know, we all send photos of the stuff we smoke. Like, Giz, you don't pull this out when you're like, I really need one of my best. You know smokes. why? Because I only have me too. And one box. Yeah, honestly, it's I the scarcity more, of it. That I have makes more it, classicos than the, I do this. Yeah, there's the scarcity of it. I right? have more Vegas Robania classicos than I do this. That's fair. Either way, I I wouldn't give this the same score as the classicos. Okay, so I think I, that there's I'm something that's curious. just a cut above with that <laughs> cigar in the same <laughs> oh. way that some of those others. Not taking anything away from this cigar. Nine is an outstanding rating. I love this cigar enough sure. that I've bought multiple boxes of it, but it just for some reason doesn't crack the like top, top, top cigars I've ever had. Yeah. So so we are rating as a cigar, right? Not as a Robusto per se. Right. In this we, room, right? In this now, room as right we're now. experiencing it. So to me, there's a lot of other like cigars that I would rate a 10. I mean, this doesn't fit that 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 you know, that rating. Like, you know, 2011 Cohiba Robusto that you have. I, have, you know, I don't have a 2011. Or code. like, well, like a nicely aged Robustos. I mean, that might be a 10. Yeah. So, very well made. And it doesn't have to but be I'll, a I'll say this. Even if I'm if I'm embracing the other side that, that does want to rate this based on it being Robusto, which I don't have an issue with per se. The thing is, of Robustos even, I've had an 05 Cohiba Robusto that I would rate a 10. It was absolutely flawless. 
it would be a little higher than this cigar. Interesting. There are even aged Pardigas D4s I've had that I would put a cut above this cigar. Wow. That's not taking wow. anything away yeah, from this but cigar. No, but yeah. for my palate, though, I'm not saying that I gave this a 10 because it's one of the best or the best Cuban Robustos I've had. I'm giving this a 10 because this specific cigar out of this specific box smoked perfectly for me. It gave me every single thing I wanted. That's why it's a 10. So there very well may be a Cohiba Robusto or an, a D4 that's aged that also gives me that experience. Tonight, with this with this specific cigar that I had, it was every single thing I could want out of a, a, a Cuban cigar. It's a 10. It's a 10. So it, it I, I just want to tell you, Rooster, it's I didn't give it a 10 because it's a Robusto and I don't rate Robustos that high. It this specific cigar was excellent, but they're it's, it's but, very but, unique. I mean, I I think that you look people in this room have different palates. You 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 love La Gloria Cabana and those floral notes and those those some of those and and Cohiba has some of those notes. For me, you know the I'm a big H Upman fan. It's going to rank higher for me based on that DNA because that I like that a lot. I so 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 I mean you're splitting hairs here's here with the, the analysis. Thing. Here's the this thing. Is, I don't think I think between a nine and a ten. No, or, you, you know, there's no, there's it's no big deal. But here's but. the thing: as I'm just again trying to piece together why this doesn't crack a ten, because I, I mean when I say I've really been going back and forth on them. I think the other thing for me that I guess for my palate, what I pursue a bit more of in a cigar that's going to get a ten, I wish like I described this single malt that this cigar were a bit creamier. And I say that because that Upman, that Love 14 Upman 2 that Puba gave that we reviewed, yeah. that I gave a 10. That was, that was 10. one of the best cigars I've ever had. Yeah. And that cigar with all the flavor notes in that was just brought together so beautifully with a creaminess that I think just made it so elegant all the way through. And I think with this, I don't get as much of that as I personally would want right. or pursue. Okay. And so I Fair. think that that may also be what just is falls slightly short of being one of the best cigars I've ever had. Nonetheless, it's among obviously the top cigars I've ever yeah. reviewed. All right, grinder. I feel, I feel like everyone's been deposed already. Like, <laughs> well, it's like this is like the OJ Simpson trial for Christ's sake. Uh, I'm a nine um, for this cigar because I've had um, I was been I've been fortunate enough to have been gifted these cigars many times and in a couple of very important times in my life. Especially uh, after having a baby, uh, I was gifted a, this cigar by both Puba and Senator, um, and because uh, they know I loved it, and we had a great experience smoking it, various places, and and uh, every time I've had it, I've been so impressed by the flavor, um, and this one was, you know, the same story, and I've never had a bad experience, like I've never had a bad experience smoking this cigar. And I love it. So I, but again, uh, whether you're a nine or a ten, you know, it's up to you. For me, uh, a ten is really, really special. A ten is something that you know, I it's hard to find. I find this a lot every time I smoke it, uh, and as a result, I'm giving this a nine. Pagoda. Uh, for me, it's a ten. It's a ten. It's a ten. I think it started off as a ten. Uh, it's uh, reminded me of uh, you know, like. I mentioned earlier um, in the podcast about the cookies, you know, the Indian biscuits. It gave me 
uh, it reminded me of my uh, childhood. I I think I I just really enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I think when it comes to rating, for me, it's about the experience at that point in time for that particular cigar. Uh, this one's burnt really well for me. The ash was really long. You know, the finish has been long. The smoke output has been fantastic. You know, those are things I really seek in a cigar. Um, and uh, to be very honest, um, I think I really buy into Puba's uh, H. Upman uh, love because I've realized that I really have started really enjoying the H. Upman. Whether it's Hop Coronas, whether it's H. Yeah. Uh, Upman oh, 2. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, for me, it's a, a revelation. Uh, I really enjoyed it today. For me, it's a 10, and there's no question about it. Bam, bam. Yeah, I don't see how this cigar cannot be a 10, mm. honestly. You know, you're, you're, give, you're gifting this cigar for a reason. It's, it's an unusual, hard-to-get cigar. I mean, I smoked it down to a 3.87-inch. You know, you don't do that very often with this type of a cigar. And the flavor, it just kept building and building. It was delicious all the way through. No edges at all. It, it's it's got to be a 10. You know, and I think that this is a nice conversation to have because th- this is not about, like, like, like splitting hairs between this. Forget it. Yeah, between a this nine is, and a ten, is, it's very this, elite. But this right? is it's about, elite. but this it's is elite. a, but this is about like what, like you gravitate towards. Uh, mm. It's very personal. This is not, you know, it's a very personal thing. Like for me, I really like H. Upman. Everybody knows I really like H. Upman, and I like that flavor profile. I really love Partagas, but I may like love H. Upman a little bit more than Senator loves H. Upman. He like, may love Partagas a little bit more. May. Right, right. I'm no, not, I don't want to speak for, for me. It's Partagas. He may love Partagas like yeah. a little bit more. So for for so for me, I love he's presenting this as a hypothetical no, argument. Uh, yeah, when it's I'm a right fact. next to him. It's, it's a fact. It's, but it's, I mean, <laughs> half my humidor is Partagas. You know, but I mean, yeah. but do I like have a little bit of a love affair with H. Upman? Let me have it. But the so argument, in other words, it that's me though. But that's sure. me. But the like 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 there are people. But but that's my point. Like like we're not we're not rating we're not rating a marker. Do you know what I'm saying? Hold on, hold on. We're not rating a marker. We're rating a cigar tonight. H. Upman or not, that's a 10 cigar. That's I don't care cigar. who the fuck made it. That's a great cigar. It is incredible from no, start to finish. No, but people gravitate towards certain things. This is, my is true. Point. That's true. Yeah. Let's, say, let's say, look. I agree. If I, I agree. have an incredible event in my life and I want to have only the most incredible cigars and I can choose two or three, the Vegas Rabana Classico deal. and this guy, I'd have those in a sitting and be extremely happy. Senator Senator Malls, he can maul uh, Padron 80s back to back. I don't do that. He That's not a, my scene. Four in a row, by the like, way. Like, right. Like, like, I don't do that. So, like, so my what I like is like a little bit different. What's the big deal? Gu- Guilty as charged. But am I am I am I crazy? You're not, you're not crazy. No Senator, one's saying you're crazy. Senator, no, please, please don't forget to validate Puba's parking. That's right. So <laughs> your parking's validated, and I will validate that. Yes, I put Partigas just slightly ahead of him. All right. So of course he does. Let's uh, let's just run through the H Upman ratings we've done on the pod. By the way, the formal lizard rating on this cigar tonight. Is a nine point six. That's right. high. Wow, it's very a, high. I think Excellent. it's actually like that's right where it should be. That's you think that's too high? That's no. Fair. I think that, well, it's from our ratings. Yeah, that's a. No, very I think high. that's fair. If I could give this decimals, I would have given it. A I'm 9. not 5. saying it's yeah, fair. I'm, it's very. That's fair. not my I proclamation. Agree with Senator, what that's I'm a great is, score. In our, in our inventory, this is not a polarizing cigar. What the fuck? No one's polarized. All right, so let's let's run through the H Upmans that we've done on the podcast. 
the Magnum 46 got an 8.1. Yeah. You're not happy about that. The Magnum number 50 got a 7.6. The H Upman number 2, Lub 14, got a 9.8. I think I, tonight, I read it at 9. <laughs> and tonight, the Anahados Robusto got a 9.6, boys. Wow. So, you know. It's perfect. Very, yeah. It's perfect. not the highest. It's not even the highest that. Upman. Right? Yeah. No, it's not the high. The Love 14 Upman 2 is the I highest. I think Senator no, said which, it. Which is why the yeah, rating is yeah. perfect. Again, perfect. if I could have given it decimals, I would give it a 9.5. Who cares what I alone would have rated it? Yeah. I think there's not one lizard in here that's going to disagree that when I brought up that Love 14, that that cigar is a bit better than this stick. And so I think a 9.8 and a 9.6 ends up being very fair. Yeah. And by pretty, the way, if I could do decimals, I'd give it a 9.5. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty I amazing. just round it up because I love this. I have a personal thing. Guys, <laughs> like, one thing. One yeah. quick He's thing. He's on the payroll. No, What's no, interesting? He is. He no, I'm being serious. Like, I would give it. I would, Like, if I had a choice. Guys, that's why we do yeah, a composite yeah. rating. Okay? But what's, what's so, interesting, like, though? Th- why are we t- debating this? There's, Think about because it, Because this is Hold what on. happens when we smoke great cigars. We get giddy. <laughs> four, four, three or four of you guys were debating between a 9, nine and a 10. That 9.6, like Senator said, it's truly a perfect score from it all is. the comments that have been given yeah, regarding absolutely. where their rating would be. Yep, It's perfect. All right, boys. Another excellent night with an excellent cigar and... A phenomenal scotch. We ended up at a 9.2 for the Balvenie 14 Caribbean cask and a 9.6 for this excellent H. Upman Robusto Anahados. Look at us. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. You've transformed, Gizmo. No sweatshirt tonight. All right, boys. Great night. Great cigar. Great scotch. Great conversation. And we'll see you all next week. Keep smoking. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for joining us. You can find our merch store and ratings archive at our brand new website, loungelizardspod.com. That's loungelizardspod.com. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments, questions, if you want to reach out, say hello, tell us what you're smoking, email us, hello at loungelizardspod.com. You can also find us on Instagram at loungelizardspod. We really appreciate your time. And we'll uh, we'll see you next week.